Welcome to Exhibition and Xbox Podcast, episode number 60, the big 6-0. My name is Samuel Adams, and this is a weekly show dedicated entirely to the world of Xbox, bringing you everything you need to know to keep yourself in the loop. So if you're new to the show, you enjoy what you see or what you hear, hit that subscribe button on YouTube, add the show to your podcast feed of choice, and get it delivered right to you each and every Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. But today, we don't have too much big gaming news to dive into. It was kind of a quiet week on the home front, but I am going to be talking about some of the big releases coming out this week. We have As Dusk Falls, as well as Forza Horizon 5's first big expansion, the Hot Wheels expansion. Very excited to see that, and we have a first look at the map you can expect to play when that DLC drops. It looks pretty good, I must admit. Uh, On top of that, a cool collector's edition is coming out this December that I have pre-ordered. I wanted to kind of share what that includes. We haven't talked about this game much on the show, and that is the Callisto Protocol. Very cool stuff there. And additionally, we'll be digging into Goldeneye, not releasing right now, Red Dead Redemption 2, not getting a next-gen port, and more. It's going to be a pretty good laid-back conversational show, so hope you guys enjoy. But without further ado, let's go ahead and dive into it. 2022 has been a strange year for games, because on the PlayStation side, you have a few big releases scattered throughout the year. Specifically in January, you have the Uncharted Legacy of Thieves collection, Horizon Forbidden West launched in the spring, and then this fall you have God of War Ragnarok. On the Xbox side of things, we don't really have any kind of big AAA games that are coming out that you look to and say that's going to be the console seller for this holiday season. I think that we can all say Game Pass is still the biggest draw for people to get an Xbox. But 2022 is much like 2020 for me, and that's that while there were some big games that came out in 2020, like Assassin's Creed Valhalla, 2022 has afforded me the opportunity that I had when the Xbox Series X first launched, and that is to dig back into the backlog. Dig into some of these next-gen enhancements. Check out some of this DLC. Check out some of the smaller indies that are hitting Game Pass on basically a weekly basis. I don't mind not having a big AAA release this year because this gives me the opportunity to take a deep breath and say, okay, it's time to go back. And so one game I've been spending a ton of time with over the past couple of weeks is Children of Morta. I wanted to give a special shout out to that one because I probably put about 20 hours into the game so far. Uh, And while it did leave Game Pass on July the 15th, I went ahead and picked up uh, the complete edition for 20 bucks with that 20% discount you get from Game Pass. And I absolutely adore the game. It is phenomenal. It's got some dungeon crawling mixed with some roguelite. I love it uh, to death. And I said it on Twitter. I'll say it again here. If Children of Morta had come out in 2022, it would probably be my game of the year right now. Uh, And so that's saying something because there have been some really solid games to hit Game Pass and gaming in general uh, in the year. So definitely check that one out if you have not already. But when it comes to what's coming out in the short term, we have two big releases this week. One a new game, one which is a DLC. So the first is As Dusk Falls. Now this one's kind of controversial for a lot of people uh, because of the art style that it presents. It's kind of like this comic book painted aesthetic and for me personally I absolutely adore it and so what this is from my perspective 
is kind of like a more mature Telltale. Because with Telltale, you've got some gameplay elements mixed in there. Obviously, when you look back at like the earlier Walking Dead stuff, it's narrative driven, but it still has kind of a kiddier kind of gameplay feel to it or a gameplay aesthetic, I should say. And so with As Dusk Falls, it's much more artistic. I think that it's much more uh, grounded in reality. And that's something that I'm looking forward to experiencing uniquely as dusk falls and i have not played this hands-on so my experience could vary when the actual game comes out but as dusk falls gives you the opportunity to make a lot of choices that impact characters in monumental ways but it gives you the opportunity to kind of dig back into the choices you made and see what would have happened if you had chosen something else see how your choice impacted the characters without having to dig through a youtube playthrough of the other choice or go into guides or anything like that And I think that makes this game more accessible because once your choices have been made, from what I hear, it makes it very easy to dig back into the story itself and kind of pick up where uh, you want and to see what would have happened if you had gone one route or another. Uh, This is something that I think is very appealing to me personally as somebody who has gone from wanting the action-packed Call of Duty uh, kind of gameplay to someone who wants the more narrative-driven mature adventures. I think this is going to be a nice breath of fresh air. And of course, this is one that is going to be launched on Xbox Game Pass on day one. Awesome stuff. You love to see it there. Uh, But it's certainly one that I think everybody should keep their eye on because I think that this could be a big award winner when it comes to these narrative games, when it comes to story. Uh, This is not something that is meant to compete with Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Not the original, but the new one. Uh, This is not something that's meant to compete with these big Elden Ring-esque games, but this is something uh, that is certainly going to be digging into that art side of gaming in a very, very big way. So certainly excited about that one. But if you're someone who wants the more traditional, exciting, action-packed arcade racing, Forza Horizon 5 is the game you need to be watching this week because there is the Forza Horizon 5 Hot Wheels DLC. Now, this is going to be 20 bucks if you don't have the expansion pass, uh, but if you did buy the Super Ultimate Deluxe Edition of the game, whatever they call that one, uh, back before the game launched, you will, of course, get the DLC baked in there since you got the bundle. Uh, but they released the official map over on Twitter. And for the audio listeners out there that can't see it on the screen right now, Basically, it's three different chunks of biome. Uh, You have winter, you have, I say winter, I should say snow. Uh, You have snow, you have forest, and you have desert. And so these three biomes are kind of caked in like the Google Chrome logo kind of way, where you have uh, a third of the map dedicated to each, and then it's all kind of floating. There are these big gaps in between the different sections of land. And so connecting everything is this uh, layer of Hot Wheel track. And it all kind of comes together in this spiderweb kind of formation, and there are plenty of loops and curves and tunnels and big pipes and things like that. This, I just look at, and I know it's going to be a good time. This looks so fun. And I wasn't really highly anticipating the Hot Wheels DLC because I wasn't sure how it would be done. Uh, But there are so many little nooks and crannies to explore, and of course, I believe there are some new achievements coming as well. So for me, uh, this is the perfect opportunity to get back into the game. Of course, Forza Horizon 5 itself is beautiful. I think it kind of sets a new standard for the Forza franchise overall and for uh, Xbox Series X gaming. I'm very much so looking forward to Forza Motorsport as well, but Forza Horizon 5 looks phenomenal uh, and it plays very, very well. I put a 
plenty amount of time uh, into it when it launched last year. Of course, it is also available on Game Pass, but I was one of those that uh, dug into that pre-order discount for the Game Pass subscribers and saved some cash on the expansions. So definitely looking forward to checking this one out this week. Uh, But I think this week is a great example of kind of the experience that I feel like myself and a lot of other people are having with the world of Xbox. And that is that while there aren't any big AAA games coming out this year that are exclusive to Xbox, there aren't any Microsoft Game Studios games that are coming out and you're like, that's a Halo Infinite. That's a Outer Worlds, for instance. You do have the opportunity to dig into some of these smaller indies, you have the opportunity to dig back into things like campaign co-op for Halo Infinite, new seasons of content. There's an armor pack event, I think is what it's called. Uh, Alpha pack, that's what it's called, coming up to Halo Infinite. Uh, You have the DLC that are coming out for Forza Horizon 5 and plenty of others, along with these big third-party indie games like Tunic, for example, that I know I need to get back to. Cyberpunk 2077, still on my roster as well, as I know that it's on the roster of many others, now that it's kind of sitting in a good spot. So, I encourage you, if you feel like you don't have anything to play this fall, this winter, or even this summer, dig into Game Pass, dig into that backlog, Find games that you have not spent enough time with, because I think that we all have them, and dig back into them, because you're going to find some adventures you didn't even know you had, and they could end up being some of your favorite gameplay experiences, like what I'm finding with Children of Morta. Absolutely great opportunity to save some money, number one, but on top of that, really check out the games you already have and throw yourself into them in a deeper way than you ever thought that you could before. In addition to having more time to enjoy some of these games that are in the backlog, some of us might have a little bit of extra money to throw around this holiday season since there aren't too many big games coming out. Uh, I'm not a Madden guy. This year's Call of Duty is interesting, but I don't know. It's just not something that's really calling out to me, so I find myself with a little bit of extra cash laying around for the holiday releases, so I wanted to go ahead and pick up and pre-order the Callisto Protocol Collector's Edition, and I wanted to show this off a little bit because as somebody who has gotten more into collectibles recently, as you can see behind me, I got the Halo 5 Guardians Collector's Edition statue uh, that I unboxed on TikTok and on YouTube. You can check that video out if you would like to. Uh, I wanted to dig into this specific collector's edition this year because of the Jacob statue that is included. And Glenn Schofield, uh, the main director, the creator of the Callisto Protocol, and somebody who helped co-create Dead Space, has been showing off this new collector's edition statue for the game over on Twitter. And he says, quote, Our collector's edition statue is pure quality, made from heavy polysteel and designed internally by our team. I'm really excited by how great this turned out and can't wait to get this beauty up on my shelf. And you can see it for yourself. Absolutely gorgeous amount of detail, uh, and I cannot wait to put this one on my shelf when it launches later this year. Now, it's a GameStop exclusive for $250, so a little bit pricey, Uh, but again, if you have the cash to splash, treat yourself. I think that's kind of the way that I see it. Now, on top of that, if you're somebody who just wants the statues, I know Mercari has been great for me for digging in and finding some of these statues. For instance, the Cyberpunk 2077 statue is in abundance over there. You can get it for about 50 bucks. Uh, But if you do want the Callisto Protocol Collector's Edition, 
As you can see, it comes with the day one edition of the game, the digital content season pass, some retro prisoner skins that are a pretty direct callback to Dead Space, which I definitely appreciate. It comes with a steel book cover, as well as some collectible pins and the TCP comic number zero edition. Uh, but that Jacob statue is definitely where the money is. It looks phenomenal, uh, and I love the amount of detail there. And so on the topic of collector's editions, uh, I'm not someone who has has ever really been one to pick up tons and tons of collector's editions because not everyone is going to be one that really speaks to me. I really have to enjoy the game or the franchise or I want to uh, really throw myself into that community if I'm picking up the collector's edition personally. And so thinking back over the years, I know that I've gotten the Doom Collector's Edition. I have the Revenant statue on my shelf behind me. I've picked up the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Hardened Edition, I believe, way back in the day. I think I still have that one on my shelf in there, uh, but that did not come with any kind of bonus. That was kind of the middling tier uh, that I think just came with the Season Pass if they were doing that back in the day, along with the Steelbook. Uh, but again... I think there's nothing wrong with it. If you if you have some cash to splash, go ahead and throw it around, pick up some cool stuff. So uh, I wanted this one because I have faith in this game. The Callisto Protocol is absolutely uh, my most anticipated game of the year. And as somebody who just played through Dead Space 1 and 2 uh, last year and this year respectively... I have fallen in love with these horror games uh, in a way that I didn't think that I really would. And the Callisto Protocol looks like it's going to take that gore, take that action, and just crank it up to 11 and tear off the knob. It is going to be gorgeous. Uh, now, some people have said, this game is launching in December. Could it get pushed back to the first part of 2023? Personally, based on the gameplay that we've seen and based on the uh, confidence of Glenn Schofield, uh, I really do think that this game is going to be launching in December. And I think this is going to be one that I absolutely uh, spend the last month of the year with. But the statue itself looks great. I wanted to share that I locked it in because I'm very, very excited. Uh, so let me know what you think down below when it comes to collector's editions and specifically uh, for collector's editions of games that haven't really proven themselves. For instance, I'm thinking about Biomutant that launched earlier this year. Do you go in on those? Do you buy them retroactively? Or do you just keep everything digital and you don't want any of this additional physical garbage cluttering your house? Uh, let me know what you think. I would love to hear your thoughts on the collector's editions of games. Just before the Xbox Game Showcase a couple of weeks ago during the Summer Game Fest season, we saw the leak of the GoldenEye 007 Remake Achievement List, and that was all but a confirmation that this was probably going to be one of those It's Available Now announcements during the conference. But that turned out to not be the case, and a lot of people have been wondering, where is the GoldenEye 007 Remake? Because it's one of those projects that, in my opinion, it's not one that's going to be doing numbers during the holiday season. You kind of want to release this when you've got some time, when it's going to have some room to breathe. And GoldenEye 007 is so nostalgic for so many that it feels almost like it is meant to be a summer release. And it felt right uh, to put that out during the June or July season that we have right now. Unfortunately, it looks like that is not going to be the case, uh, because as reported on by Eurogamer, GoldenEye 007's remake is reportedly in limbo due to war in Ukraine, and that is actually sourced from VentureBeat's Jeff Grubb, who had that on Twitter, uh, and Eurogamer also understands that to be accurate. Uh, now, on top of that, there's also the mention from Grubb of 1 versus 100 losing uh, its uh, development lead, so there is no uh, confirmation as to what that means 
implications for that game specifically, but that's kind of a topic for another day. So I just kind of wanted to throw that update out there right now. GoldenEye 007 seems to be on hold, but from what we all understand, and from the achievement list being pretty much out there, readily available, locked in, it seems like the game itself is done, and they're just kind of waiting for a right time to release it. So just wanted to put that quick update out there for you all, just in case you were wondering where GoldenEye 007 was and what's happening. Hopefully it'll come out by the end of the year, uh, even if it doesn't come out in that June to July time frame like I think a lot of us probably expected. It still is significant enough to kind of pad out maybe the Game Pass lineup for September, October, November, something like that, uh, to give the holiday uh, crew something to look forward to. I think there's something that could be said for that potential kind of approach. So right now we're all in kind of a holding formation uh, to just kind of wait and see. Now, on last week's show, we talked about how Rockstar is shifting almost all of their development resources to Grand Theft Auto 6, which, of course, is going to be making some money for the team. It makes sense for them to throw a lot of development resources behind that. Uh, but at the same time, that is coming at the cost of other projects, specifically a Red Dead remaster and a Grand Theft Auto 4 remake are both now on hold indefinitely to focus on the development of Grand Theft Auto 6. And on this week, we also saw the announcement that Red Dead Online would not be getting any more significant updates, which is pretty much the final nail in the coffin for that game. Uh, but as reported on by VGC this week, Red Dead Redemption 2 for PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X and S was also reportedly shelved. This is also according to Tez2, the same uh, source that we saw on Twitter last week, uh, but they claimed the GTA 4 and Red Dead remasters were both put on hold, but in a more recent online exchange, uh, the user claimed an enhanced version of Red Dead Redemption 2 is no longer being planned either. That's very unfortunate, because Red Dead Redemption 2 is already one of the most beautiful games that has ever been made, and when I first played that, I played it on the PlayStation 4 Pro, and it was one of those experiences where you look at it and you think, wow, this is narratively breaking new ground for the industry, but visually... It looks phenomenal, and if Rockstar put the proper resources behind a port of the game that enhanced it even further, uh, this could be one of those benchmark games. In the same way we were talking about Forza Horizon 5 earlier, really setting, or excuse me, setting a new mark uh, for racing games, Red Dead Redemption 2 already has kind of set the expectation for open-world games, uh, but it could push that boundary even further. And on top of that, this game deserves uh, the next-gen treatment. Personally, uh, this is more disappointing than not getting a Red Dead remaster or a Grand Theft Auto 4 remake. I think that Red Dead Redemption 2 is, in my opinion, as somebody who doesn't have any kind of development experience, the easier win here because it's a more recently developed game. You can work on transferring it over to the next hardware, maybe some enhancements here and there, but this is something they should absolutely look at, and I hope uh, that maybe after Grand Theft Auto 6 launches, they could potentially re-release this game on the Xbox Series X and S. I personally think that maybe Rockstar is going with this kind of... Um, generational approach to their games where yeah maybe we'll release it in the future like we saw with grand theft auto 5 coming to uh, the playstation 4 and the xbox one and then also coming to the playstation 5 and the xbox uh, series x and s but i don't know that red dead redemption 2 is ever going to hit that same milestone of grand theft auto 5 where it makes fiscal sense uh, to put those resources behind it in a very very big way of course super successful game but is it on that same level as grand theft auto 5 
not really. But I wanted to share this update with you all to say I want this to happen. If you haven't played Red Dead, it's on sale right now. Redemption 2 is specifically phenomenal, uh, and you should totally dive in and check it out. But at least the game is backwards compatible, the original Red Dead and Red Dead Redemption 2, of course. Uh, So that is something that I guess is a small win, but I would still love to see that next-gen beefed-up enhancement. That's definitely where it's at. To round out today's show, I did want to remind you all that the Xbox Ultimate Game Sale is happening right now. This is not promoted, not hashtag sponsored, just some good deals out there waiting for you all. And this is running from July the 15th all the way through July 31st. And this is the equivalent of the Steam Summer Game Sale if you're on the PC platform, where you can just get some really, really good deals on some top games. Now, over on Windows Central, they do point out that Obsidian's The Outer Worlds is up to 75% off. That's phenomenal. You can get it for just 15 bucks, normally $60. I believe that one's also on Game Pass as well. Uh, but if you head over, you can get discounts on Dying Light 2, Destiny 2, Witch Queen. You have Rainbow Six Extraction for 25 bucks. Halo Infinite's campaign is 40 bucks. Call of Duty Vanguard, $30. Uh, the Quarry, a recent release for 40 bucks. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, $23.99. Some very good stuff here. And of course, we just talked about it. Red Dead Redemption 2 is also $23.99 very very solid stuff there so dig in check it out of course if you have game pass a lot of these games might already be available to you Uh, but for those that don't have game pass by all means dive in uh, scour the store find some stuff to add to your cart i know that in the past couple of months we've seen microsoft giving away ten dollar gift cards as well just kind of dropping them i was blessed to receive one myself uh, so i threw that at i believe some dlc for a game a couple of weeks ago Uh, But so many options here and so many good deals as well. And like I said, up to 80% off. I think that the biggest standout to me personally is that discount on Dying Light 2. That's, of course, one of the biggest games of the year. Uh, But you can go into the web version of the store, sort from price low to high, get some good deals, percent off. Uh, You can also sort by that XCOM 2 collection, for instance, is normally $100 on sale for $9.99. Solid stuff there. Wasteland Remastered, $1.49, normally $14.99. Very, very cool stuff. That's up to 90% off, by the way. Looks like some uh, false advertising on the header there on the landing page itself. But hey, enough shilling from me. If you want to get some good games, you certainly can. And you can get them at a very good price over on the Xbox Ultimate Game Sale this summer. But that wraps up this week's episode of Exhibition, an Xbox podcast. If you enjoyed the show, you're new here, and you like what you saw or what you heard, hit that subscribe button and keep coming back each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Time every single Sunday to get everything you need to know from the world of Xbox. Of course, it's right in the middle of the summer season, very exciting weeks ahead, and it's a very busy one for me. I'm getting ready to dive into a move out of one apartment and into another, so things are going to be very hectic uh, here coming up for me, but hey, we always find time to enjoy some conversation, play some games, and really dig in and have a great time. So, thanks for tuning in. As always, I appreciate each of you that have been watching the TikToks, the YouTube Shorts, and of course this podcast itself you guys make my week every single time and i really do appreciate it but until next time you guys have a fantastic rest of your week i'll talk to you soon and keep on playing